Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the DIY Business Podcast. Welcome back for another solo episode in which I'm talking about SEO. Before I begin, I want to say this is a really brief introduction. There's so much more to say and do if you want to. And I also want to acknowledge that my kind of philosophy, if you will, around SEO maybe isn't conventional and that you might, you know, you might disagree or you might want to hear other voices on this. But I will just share what has worked for me and what I've uh, taught in the DIY business community last week. Um, so the DIY business community is my group program. It's a mastermind, if you will. There's also a course and it's a beautiful community of like-minded people. Not currently open for enrollment, but will be again in spring and you can get on my list if you want to hear about that. In the meantime, you can also work with me as a web designer or a business mentor or a tech fairy. Um, and there's more info on that on my website, yarodigital.com. Okay, so talking about SEO, I want to begin obviously by saying what is SEO actually? Search engine optimization aims to bring your site up in search results for relevant keywords to drive organic traffic to your site and convert this traffic into customers. So it sounds complicated. I will break it down and I'll also speak to these individual components because they really do matter. So Search engine optimization aims to bring your site up in search results for relevant keywords. And relevant keywords is really important here because we don't want to pour lots of time and energy and money into boosting our site for keywords that aren't actually relevant to what we are doing. So for example, I'm not targeting the word web design with my website A because it's extremely broad. It's not really specific or super relevant to what I'm doing. And it's also too competitive. There's millions and millions of hits for this. And it would take me years, possibly, and a ton of money to actually rank really highly in the search results for that. And that would be a waste of my effort. And the reason it's it's not necessarily relevant is that someone who searches web design could be looking for all kinds of things. Maybe they want to become a web designer. Maybe they want to take a web design class. Maybe they want a totally different kind of web design that I'm offering because really, you know, it's a whole universe in itself. And what I'm doing is very specifically for small business owners who are sharing values with me, who want a functional WordPress site that they can enjoy for years to come, that they want to manage themselves. I don't work with large corporations. I don't do <laughs> boring stuff. You know, I don't work with Weebly or Wix, for example. Um, so those are all kind of things that make my web design more specific and it makes sense, therefore, for me to not target just web design. Coming back to the statement, what is SEO? To drive organic traffic to your site and convert this traffic into customers. And I think that's important to keep in mind as well. It might feel a little bit um, calculating, but really what this is about is making sure that your efforts kind of bring the kind of people to your site that are actually interested in what you have to offer and that you actually want to work with and then to also give them a way to find out how they can work with you immediately. And that is, I think, about the user experience that we have to keep in mind. So, for example, you could create a blog post for a particular keyword um, or a combination of keywords and that gets found and then people land on it and they might be interested in what you have to offer and that's great, you're a match on the internet. 
but maybe you haven't really linked them up to your offerings or they can't um, subscribe to your newsletter and that page and so forth and so you haven't really created a way for them to easily connect with you in a deeper way and that's what I mean. So I'll read the sentence again. Search engine optimization aims to bring your site up in search results for relevant keywords to drive organic traffic to your site and to convert this traffic into customers. So next I want to talk about what Google is looking for when they're coming up with these search results. So someone puts in the word web design and Google knows exactly what to do and what to show them. How do they know that? So the first most important thing to say to that is that we really don't actually completely know how the algorithm works. And it's also changing all the time. There are all kinds of theories and if you're interested in that and it feels exciting to you, um, the Yoast SEO blog, for example, is a great source for up-to-date up information and you know new insights, but, but basically we don't know. Um, or we only have a vague idea. And, and what we do know is that Google is looking for relevance. So if someone searches web design, again, they want to find websites that are super relevant to that keyword. Secondly, they're looking for popularity. So they're also looking at how many hits is that site getting? Is it being mentioned on social media? Does it have backlinks linking to it from other sites and so forth? And the third thing it's looking for is the security and its reputation, I would call it that. And basically what that means is that Google punishes sites, for example, that load very slowly or that handle customer data in insecure ways or that have dodgy ads on it. So for most of you, this is irrelevant because you don't take credit card payments without securing data and you probably don't have dodgy ads, so you're good. And you really only have to focus on the relevance and the popularity of your site in order to come up. Then there's different elements of SEO. There's on-page optimization, which means anything that you're doing on your page to optimize for certain keywords. There's link building and social media, which means you're kind of thinking about who and how people link back to your site. Um, there's content. You want to create frequent content that's relevant to your audience and the keywords that you're targeting. And then there's more technical SEO. And I won't speak to that so much because it's constantly changing, it's pretty complex, and it might just be not so interesting to you. Um, but just to say one thing, the Yoast SEO tool is free, there's a free version of it, and that's pretty good just to get you started on the technical side of things. Um, and the other thing is to keep in mind is um, that you want to check that your website loads pretty quickly, that's important, and um, that it's secured through an SSL certificate. So if you're with WordPress, you want to check with your host if an SSL certificate is included. Um, and if not, then you want to buy one. That's important. So really, if, if this gets you interested and you're curious and you're like, yes, I want to bring more people to my site and I want to kind of not just focus on social media, I also want to build my newsletter list and get organic traffic to Google, then the first thing that you need to do is do some keyword research and really think about what's relevant uh, for you and what makes sense to target. So really think about what your audience might be Googling and be as specific as possible with that. Um, as I've already said, I do offer web design, but I don't target web design as a keyword because it's too popular and not specific enough. So what I could do instead would be targeting something like web design for female entrepreneurs, which is a long take keyword. That's a combination of different words. Um, and that's more specific. 
I don't actually do that. I could do that. I'm just wanting to give you an example. Um, another example is if you are a herbalist, you probably wouldn't target herbalism, but you could target something more specific like herbal remedies or like um, herbalism for mental health or herbalism for hormonal health. That's still pretty broad. You could, again, get even more specific, but I'm just giving you an example of something that is a little bit more specific. If you're someone who offers local services or products, it makes total sense to also add your local region in there. So, for example, you could say um, herbalism for women's health in London is a pretty long sentence or it's not, you know, it's a phrase, not a sentence, um, but it is a long tail. And it makes a lot of sense because people who do Google this are much more likely to actually want what you have to offer if you are a herbalist in London offering services for women, if that makes sense. If you Google keyword research tools, um, you'll find all kinds of different tools that you can use to kind of get a feeling for what people are actually searching for. And I really recommend that you play with that for half an hour to get a feeling and some ideas and then to list all those in an Excel sheet and to kind of prioritize at the top those that you think are most relevant and also achievable. So again, if you think that, um, I don't know, like, breathwork meditation is super relevant for you that's great but it's probably really competitive as well and you might do better to be more specific and say i'm targeting breathwork meditation for creative people or artists for example um so yeah i i can't stress this enough it's really important to do a little bit of keyword research Another way of doing this is also just to ask your existing clients what they would Google if they were looking for you, or maybe they did actually Google something when they were looking for you. So that's good information. Um, and you can also use social media to some extent for this. So in Instagram, for example, if you go in the search um, function and you put herbalism in there, for example, and then you go to tags, it will give you a long list of related tags, and that could give you some ideas for your niche or area or industry as well. Um, the next thing I really care about sharing is that high quality content is much more important than anything else that you can technically do for SEO. So Google really values quality over quantity. It is good to post new content regularly that does give you a boost in the ranking, but the quality is really the most important thing because if it's good quality, um, Google, the crawling system will recognize that and is also more um, likely to be shared by other people or to be engaged with, which is positive for SEO. And also just at the end of the day, it leaves a much better impression than a keyword stuffed piece of content that you are just kind of busting out. So about 10 to 15 years ago, keyword stuffing was more of a practice that did actually work at the time. And what people would do is create content or blog posts, for example, that had the same keyword in it, say, 20 to 30 times. And um, they would publish one of those every week, and that would get them ranking for um, those kinds of keywords. Um, but that's really outdated. It's not working anymore. So all, all this to say, really, I think it's much more important that you give yourself time and space and you know creative energy to create beautiful content that feels really true to you um, rather than get too heady about what you could be doing with your SEO. Because again, it also you know wouldn't make sense for you to pour your energy into SEO 
and then people land on your site and what they see as a first impression is just not that great. might be like a blog post where you're just naming the same keyword 20 times, but it's not inspiring them to work with you in any way. Then that's kind of missing the mark, right? So, um, yeah, really thinking about how you're presenting yourself and what a realistic and sustainable content strategy is for you. I think that's important. I want to tell you a funny little story of an article. So for my other website, uh, daydreamrose.com, I, a few years ago, in my mid-20s, I think, I wrote an article called What If I Want to Be Single Forever? And I really had, didn't have any particular intentions with that in mind. I didn't even really have a business at that time. There was no podcast and so forth. Um, but I published it. <laughs> and because it's quite specific, it, it kind of landed me on the first or second page of Google for people searching, what if I want to be single forever? And it got me so much traffic. And it always made me love. You know, there were years and years where every single day someone would come to my site after Googling what, what, what if I want to be single forever. And in a way, it was great because obviously I wanted traffic and I wanted people to read my blog. But it was also kind of pretty irrelevant because I'm not someone who offers people support in being single forever. I don't even have that much to say about it. I don't even think that that article was particularly good. When I read it now, I really cringe and I wish I hadn't published it. But, um, you know, the point is this worked in terms of SEO, but it didn't actually have any positive results for my business. So I think that's something good to keep in mind. Um, so if you're wanting to know more and you want to kind of, you've done your keyword research and you want to take your next steps, if you're on WordPress, which I recommend, um, then working with the Yoast SEO plugin is a great way to get more ideas for how you can optimize your content. So I don't want to go into that in too much detail because it really depends on what platform you're on, what goals you have, and so forth. But generally, tagging your content is important. You can tag your images as well. You can work with keywords in your headlines. You can make sure that your site loads pretty fast. You can register your site for Google Webmaster Tool to make sure um, that it's easy to, to scroll, uh, crawl for Google. Um, and you can compress your images, which you might also find free tools to do for to do this with. Um, and that's helpful as well. And then um, a last piece of advice I want to share is that it's really good also to think about ways in which you can build organic backlinks to your site and grow your reputation that way. So this a backlink is or link is anytime someone else links to your site and recommends it in that way. That's really positive for SEO. So you could, for example, at the end of a blog post just say, hey, if you like this, why don't you share it? And then you can have social sharing buttons there. Social sharing buttons are different than social following buttons. Followers are just someone clicks and then they follow you on Instagram or whatever, whatever platform they choose. And the social sharing button just means that they click and then they automatically share your piece of content on the different channels. So you're just making that easier for them and you're inviting them to do that. And I think that really makes sense because people forget, you know, but when you ask them nicely, they might well do that and feel quite pleased that they have something to share with their friends that they have found exciting. Um, you can also, of course, see if you can be invited as a guest blogger. You can uh, become a guest on podcast and receive backlinks that way. Um, you can 
write guest articles for wider networks like news networks or bigger blogs. Um, and you can see if you can swap links for people's recommendations or resource sections. So I have a resource section, for example, where I'm linking to a few services that I use myself. And I think that's nice. I really want to extend on that sometime and build one for my other website as well. And it's just nice to create these networks of mutual support and link to each other. Um, and then before I go, I want to just share a few more things that I think are important to remember. The first thing is that you really don't have to implement everything that is to do for SEO. That's almost impossible and it will probably distract you from what you really want to do in your business and from what feels good and sustainable. So I really recommend to kind of let this sink in, do some keyword research and really think about the boundaries of how much you want to invest in this. So, you know, don't force yourself to write content that you don't feel like you want to write right now. Don't stuff your content with keywords. Do what feels good and what comes easy to you and you might well get some extra traffic coming your way, which is wonderful. Also bear in mind that things always change, you know, so I think this is another reason to really be boundaried around how much effort you're putting into this because uh, things in the SEO world can always change pretty quickly. And then I think it's also important that you're making your name searchable. So every now and then search your own name, see what comes up. If, it not, if it's not coming up, then think about working with that a little bit more, using your own name more on your website and with what you're sharing. It obviously depends on your name. Sometimes people might not remember how to spell it. Maybe it's a really common name, so there isn't a blank answer to this, but um, I think that's something good to consider as well. And then also remember that traffic in itself can be really meaningless, you know. You can get 100 million followers and none of them are really interested in what you're doing. Or you can have a small number of really committed, excited people that are, that are just kind of looking forward for to anything that you're sharing. And that's exactly what you want. And that's that's all that you need in your business. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening. If there's any other topic that you want me to speak about and do a little solo riff on, please let me know. Um, and I wish you a really beautiful week in your business. Bye.